Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Sometimes I, I look at fullbacks and I think there's only two, two things for a fullback. You're either a failed winger or a failed centre-back. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I was neither. Which were you? <laughs> Just you, failed. You grew up as a centre-back, didn't you? You centre-back, yeah. No one wants to be a full-back as a kid. No one wants to grow up and be a Gary Neville. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's Man on the Post podcast. Uh, we have a full crew of hosts today, so joining me is uh, James, Adam, Colin, Tom and Greg. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hi there. Hello. Uh, just before we get on with the games, uh, Colin, you've got a, a prepared statement that you'd like to read out for us. Yeah, well, I think a few a few of the listeners might be aware of this already, but um, there, there's uh, some awards coming up, which is the Football Blogging Awards. Yes. Um, and... The guys who run that are an independent organisation and uh, they allow you to vote for your favourite blogging sites, so websites, betting websites, there's various different categories. Uh, But most importantly to us, there is the much coveted award of Best Football Podcast. Yes. And this is what we're concentrating on. Um, We want to be the the go-to podcast for football chat um, and entertainment, so... We would absolutely love to make it through to the next stage. And in order to do that, we're going to need your help. So if you do like what we do, uh, please go to footballbloggingawards.co.uk, all one word, Football Blogging Awards, um, and please enter Man on the Post as best podcast. Uh, You can vote via email, Facebook, Twitter, whichever way you prefer, and uh, every vote will take us closer to the the all-important final in Manchester, uh, where the top podcasts will battle it out to a further vote uh, to win the award. Now, there are frankly some some great podcasts out there, uh, but if we could make it to the final, that would be a real achievement for us, and and that would make our day. Um, And and I appreciate that there are other podcasts out there, and, and some of them are good. <laughs> uh, Just some of them. Yeah. Uh, but. And I'll tell you, honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. <laughs> Cheers, Kev. Uh, so, th- just to put it in perspective, this is the football podcast equivalent of, of like the Oscars, the BAFTAs, the Emmys, the TV Quick Awards, and, and the Smash It's Poll Winners Party <laughs> all rolled into one. Um, and. As, as per usual, you know, if you provide Man on the Post a five-star review on iTunes, you get an exclusive fridge magnet. And likewise, we're going to provide that to you guys as well um, if you vote for us as, as best podcast in the Football Blogging Awards. And uh, we've only really just started this campaign. It runs for about another month. Um, and thanks to everybody who's got on board and voted already through Twitter. Uh, we've seen that uh, through all the tweets. Uh 
you are our heroes. Um, and so now it's time to, to mention you in our sort of Hall of Fame. So thank yous go out to Chris Rudd, Emma Webster, Ben Dixon, Chris Coleman. No, not that one. Oh. Andrew Tanner, Kevin Russell, Lewis Knight, Danielle Corcoran, uh, Ready Player Two, The Football Family, The Fantastic Captain's Armband, The Scott Exchange, remember him? <laughs> uh, a guy called Matt, um, I think he, he might be a Brazilian footballer because he, he hasn't got a surname, he's just got the one name. Um, Richard Horsley, James Bricknell, and last but not least, David Green. So thanks for all your support already, guys. It's much appreciated. Thank you very much. Right, on with some football chat then. Uh, Champions League kicked off this week. Uh, let's start with uh, Manchester City. A nice 3-0 away win at Plezan. How's that? That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good second half performance, wasn't it? Yeah, they didn't really get going first half, but then I think they realised halfway through the first half that that if they got in their faces um, and attacked, that they would you know, come up with some goals. And mm. they came out second half, and 10 minutes into the second half, they were 3 0 up. Some fantastic goals as well. Yeah, Jeco, Torre, and Aguero. I think Torres was the pick of the bunch, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Stunner. It, was, it must have started a good five, six yards outside the post and mm. you know, hit that post postage stamp just inside the post. Yeah. So, City, this is what happens when you get a manager that can manage in Europe. Is, they've of... already won more than they did last year. <laughs> oh, the glory years under Mancini. Uh, yeah, good start, though. But um, also Bayern in their group, they won 3-0, didn't they, at home to CSKA? Did you expect Bayern to top that group? Uh, also on Tuesday, Man United beat uh, Bayer Leverkusen 4-2. Uh, Rooney getting two, Van Persie getting one, and um, Antonio Valencia getting one as well. And how how that first goal wasn't offside? I don't. If or that, how? Is, if that if fouling the goal, well, it couldn't have been a foul, Greg, because it was offside. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a ridiculous situation. That's uh, two hundred goals for Wayne Rooney, Manchester United. Not bad. Yeah. Well, in t- in two two and a bit years' time, it would be the Man Yeah, you need 250, doesn't he, to break Bobby yeah. Charlton's record. It's, it's, it's amazing how quickly things change. Mm. Before before this club was in, I was going to say before it was in crisis, mm, we'll come on to that later perhaps, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, you know, Wayne Rooney was out the door. I said at the time, one of the best bits of transfer business was keeping Rooney. Yeah. It's like, wh- where's this guy found his football from? In the headband. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, yeah. I mean, maybe he's going to do a better check. Just never take it off. <laughs> just keep it on all the time. I think it'd be fantastic if, you know, sort of like 2014. You know, if you're playing FIFA 2014, you're playing as Manchester United and, and Wayne Rooney's there in a the skull cap. That'd, that'd be great. <laughs> on the cover. That'd be some downloadable content, that will. Only uh, 400 Microsoft points. Yeah. Right, I'm wrong, wrong podcast. Um, but yeah, a good win for David Moyes in Europe. He's uh, had a, a brief trip to Europe before with um, Everton in the Champions League qualifiers, which didn't end very well. Oh, brief. <laughs> yeah, very brief. Wednesday's Champions League games. Let's start with Arsenal. A good 2-1 away win at Marseille. 
another goal for Aaron Ramsey. I'll go first to say that's them qualified now. And it's a difficult group. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's quite a statement. That is a, a big call. That is. <laughs> Right, that's it. That's, that's probably one that's... of the most ridiculous statements we've heard on. Right, that's Sunday it. Night. That's it. And that's, we've that's... heard a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they'll win their, but they'll win their home games, and that—that's yeah. all. You, you get a win away, especially against a, a rival for, for qualifying. You, you get win, win a game away, win your home games, and you're, you're laughing. That's Arsenal's. But will team. they win their home games? After. Always win their Champions League qualifying home games. Yeah, they, they do. They lost to Schalke last year at home. Schalke. <laughs> not even the third best team in Germany. <laughs> that's, the, that's Arsenal's 10th successive away win in the Champions League. Yeah, that includes the scalping Bayern as well. Yeah. <laughs> so Maybe they're just changing rounds just winning all their away games instead. But no, another goal for Ramsey and Walcott. Uh, Jordan Ayou with a, a late penalty for Marseille, but... Aaron Ramsey, like we said last week, he's a player completely changed around from last season. And then Chelsea, the accumulator killers. Oh, my word. <laughs> How many did they ruin? You can they ruined mine. I think you can only say, oh, my word, if, like me, you have <laughs> £100 on them. I don't think I have £100 my name. <laughs> so, yeah, it's June loan soon, Greg. Yeah. I had a hundred. I had a hundred quid on Porto, Chelsea, and Barcelona. <laughs> I, as I left school, Porto had just scored. All of the teams were winning. It was happy days. <laughs> well, yeah, Chelsea took a half-time lead, one 0 through Oscar, and then uh, two relatively late goals from FC Basel or Basel, as uh, Mourinho kept calling them. Um, won it for them, Chelsea. What do, we, what do we think? What? Uh, where do they go from here? Well, they're out of the Champions League now, aren't they? <laughs> Adam, excuse me, Adam's logic. <laughs> Who else is in their group? Sauer, uh, is it? Yeah, Sauer, Bucharest, and not even the third best team in Germany, Schalke, no. who are top of the table after a 3-0 win at Bucharest. That, that game's not gone well. That result's not gone well for, for Schalke. Because they would have thought that they might be able to to comfortably get to a second position, but mm. with um, Basel picking up points against Chelsea, yeah, that's going to make it tricky. Yeah, big games between the two of them later on in the group. Um, some other games in the Champions League: uh, Napoli beat Dortmund two one. Uh, Got imploded. They had a fantastically bad ten minutes. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Is it the goalkeeper sent off? Finally got sent off. Hummels went off injured. Klopp, Klopp got sent to the stands. They conceded a goal. Yeah. That's a pretty nightmare 10 minutes, yeah. Um, Atletico Madrid. Nice win. 3-1. At home to Zenit St. Zenit St. Petersburg. Lovely goal by Hulk in that game. Yeah. Uh, Tom was quite excited about that in our chat. He's an absolute world, he said. And, uh, Actually, I think you're fine. I said it was incredible. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Celtic. Joke. There, there was a joke there, but no one picked up on it. <laughs> That's how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to say that I didn't pick up on it. But... <laughs> I just brushed past it. Um, the brave, brave Celtic. They lost uh, 2-0 to AC Milan. 
two relatively late goals from AC Milan though, eighty second minute and eighty fifth minute. Yeah. Scott Brown looked like uh, the best midfielder to have ever played the game. <laughs> it was ridiculous. He was so good. He kept like, the, the entire Milan midfield in his pocket. Really? He was, yeah. He was fantastic. <laughs> I thought Celtic were going to hold out to get that, to get a, get a point out of that, mm. but not quite. Not quite. Uh, Real Madrid beat Galatasaray six-one. Really comfortable, wasn't it? Ronaldo hat trick. They were irresistible. Mm. Juve though drew drew one all with Copenhagen. They absolutely battered them. Yeah, it was basically they camped in their penalty box, really, weren't they, for yeah. the rest of the game? Copenhagen goalkeeper whose his name escapes me had an absolute wonder night. Yeah. And as you pointed out, because I think it's contractually obliged, but because Ronaldo scored a hat trick. <laughs> yeah, Barcelona won four 0 and uh, who scored? Messi. Messi scored a hat trick as well. Yeah. <laughs> Not being as, beaten, the rules, as the rules dictate. Yeah. Uh, PSG got a good 4-1 away win to Olympiacos. That's a good start for them. Uh, the amazing thing about this, they scored three goals in about 10 minutes, all from corners, all identical. <laughs> really? Exactly identical, yeah. Two of them was the same from the same side, um, the same man <laughs> scoring, the same man losing his marker, uh, exact same ball, near post headers. Um <laughs> And then the third one was from the other side and he lost his man again. <laughs> they put him on someone different. Jesus Christ, Olympiacos. Pick up your men. Were they, were they zonal marking? Were they man-to-man marking? I think it was man-to-man marking. <laughs> but it wasn't really man-to-man marking. It was... Yeah. There wasn't, there wasn't marking. <laughs> so, so inevitably, the um, the commentator said it was man, zonal marking. Yeah, it's all zonal yeah. marking's fault. If you can see, see what they've done here is they've been zonal marking and they don't know how to do it, do they? <laughs> Um, any other results of Champions League stand out before we move on to the Europa League? Oh, do we have to go to the Europa League? Do we even have to walk or go to the Europa League? I just want to mention Swansea, really. Oh, oh yeah, we'll, we'll there you go. We've done it. <laughs> they won. Yeah, they, they won 3-0. So did Tottenham. Yeah, job finished. Wigan got a point. <laughs> yeah. Brave Wigan. That's their point for this season in the Europa League. Champions League then. All right, let's move on to the Premier League. Um... We normally start with Saturday's games, but we're, we're starting with Super Sunday this week, and we're starting. It was. Super. It actually was Super this week. Made up from la- made up for last week's debacle. Yeah. Four one, Manchester City beat Manchester United. Should have been so many more. <laughs> Is anyone going to stand up for Man United? Colin, you're I'll normally devil's advocate. I, I, I will. I will stand up for Manchester United. Okay. Go. It's a blip. <laughs> it's as simple as that. We've we've seen it before. I think it was six one last time round when Lord Ferguson was was in charge. Yeah. Um. I think he did. He go on to win the season, the title that season. No, they lost on goal difference. That that was that <laughs> one. Six but it, it it look it, it's a blip. You have bad results like that. Um. Manchester United are going to come back from that. Um, I, I don't think there's any concerns about it. A lot of people say Moyes out on Twitter and things like that. Um, yeah, they're mainly Everton fans. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good manager. All, all of the top teams are going to get a hiding at some point this season. It's just a case of who's it's going to come from. Um, unfortunately for Manchester United, it's come early in the season. But mm. I think all the. But to be fair, all the credit's got to go to Man City, not to Manchester United, because Man City deserved to win that. 
Uh, Greg, how was uh, Man United's um, £27.5 million? Pound oh, shoulder? he was abysmal, wasn't he? <laughs> Blaney. He looked like... He looked like an oversized youth team player thrown in with the big boys. Didn't know what he was doing. He looked so out of his depth. It was painful to watch at times. Adam, did that please you to see that? No. It did, really? No. Uh, oh, I would have been Tom ecstatic. Tom Cleverley did more when he came on. <laughs> Game that changer. Was, that was the state of Blaney's performance. Jesus. Tom Cleverley has came on for half an hour and out, done more. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying that the only player who really impressed me on the Man United side was Rooney. Mm. Nice he was pick. the only player who looked really up for it, for a supposed player that wants to leave. Yeah. Ed Smalling had a particularly nightmare game. Was he playing right back? He was. Yeah. Yeah, but they, I didn't think they were... The, the, the Nasri one was... He missed his header, but apart from that... He well, lost Val- 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 goal, didn't he? Valencia was offering nothing for that. <laughs> Valencia didn't track back for one of the goals. Fellaini didn't track back for one of the goals. It was just an all-round poor performance. I, get confused, I didn't realise which... Ashley realize <laughs> Ash Young was on the pitch. And he was <laughs> I saw a stat that he had about 10% pass completion. Ash, uh, that's what's, what's become so striking about that Man United squad at the moment, is their options out wide are just absolutely abysmal. Mm. Bring back Bebe. Like... <laughs> All of us, they, they used to have such such strength and depth there, and all of a sudden, Ashley Young looks like a terrible player. Yeah. Valencia just is, wow. Well, I've, 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 I've always been a bit reserved about Valencia because I always think he's a bit one dimensional. Yeah. yeah. And and Nani doesn't seem to be able to get a game. No, he was not. He kept up with those two. Didn't even come which on. Is, <laughs> those two are keeping him out. So, <laughs> I don't know, you, you worry. How was, how was City, though? Were they... I mean, obviously scoring four goals sounds good. Were they that good? They did look very good. They played like champions. They just... Against a team like Man United, to, it was to embarrass them, what they did. Mm. What was what was most impressive for me was when it came to... When you got into the second half and they were 3-4-0 up, it was the um, the intensity in which they were still defending with, with blocks from, from particularly from company. Yeah, company looked like he was back to his best, didn't he? They were, they were. You could just see that they were determined to keep that clean sheet. They look a completely different team, don't they? When he's playing, a lot of people have said that he's he is the leader of that entire club, basically. That the rest of them take their lead from him. And well, look how they perform when he's playing. I think I think it's important that the Stasic come back at the same time as well. Yeah, I mean. He he's he can he he is obviously a big impact on that team. But I think if he was playing against Javier Garcia or alongside Javier Garcia, he might not <laughs> yeah. not look at his imperious best. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, yeah, one of the other games from today, Tottenham left it incredibly late to get the win at, um, away at Cardiff. I've I've not seen the game, but it does appear to me like. They absolutely battered Cardiff. Yeah, I think they scored with a 29th shot on... Well, they had 29 shots, 12 on target, and the very last shot of the game they scored with. So I think oh. it, they, they eventually blew their house down. <laughs> yeah, literally, that's what has happened. Not literally, but basically. Uh, Paulinho with a goal as well. Um, who else played today? Arsenal had a good win. 
They did, yeah. Three, they, they scored three goals from set pieces against Stoke. <laughs> Tony Pulis is sitting at home weeping. Stoke, Stokes was probably the most free-flowing move. Really? Of all the yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it a, and it was a lovely finish as well. It was... Um, it, it was the smooth passing styles of Stoke against functional Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, another goal for Ramsey. Since you're saying yeah. this every week. Three assists for Ozil today. <laughs> it's going well. It's, sort of just, it's just a matter of time before it comes crashing down on them. But, it's... but there, were, there were times when, like we said, this was Stoke. Mm. And there were times when their defending was a little bit ropey. Was uh, Ramsey being booed? Yeah, uh, no, because he was at home. Shawcross was being booed, which angers me. <sighs> Why can't they all just get along? <laughs> Come on, guys. That's all we want. So, I mean, he scored and everything. He's back. Yeah. We don't need to worry about it anymore. Yeah. It's not like Eduardo, who never came back. And it wasn't deliberate from Shawcross either, was it? No. It was He's crying. absolutely he left... broken. I see this every time they play each other. Yeah. But, I was like, but Arsenal fans stop booing Ryan Shawcross. And Stoke fans, this should go about saying, <laughs> stop Booing Aaron Ramsey. Yeah, stop booing like, a man did, who had his leg broken. Didn't intentionally break his leg. <laughs> um, let's talk about Chelsea beating Fulham 2 0. It was a pretty dull game. They were dour. Yeah, they really were. Thank God they didn't have one matter not run tra- tracking back. <laughs> he was in the he was in the sitting in the crowd cheering them on. He looked happy. The best part of this game was uh well, Jose Marino making Jamie Redknapp making <laughs> Jamie Redknapp look like an absolute mug after the game. That was fantastic. <laughs> as as Redknapp was reminded, Jose Mourinho is Chelsea manager, not Jamie Redknapp. <laughs> was he was he besmirching the Russian league again? I think he did that before the game. Of course he did. <laughs> it's in his contract. He has to. Right, John Obi Mikel with the, uh, the the late goal after Oscar had put them ahead. I see a lot of tweets from journalists actually taking the piss out of Mikel, saying he's now after Frank Lampard's record. And Did you like <laughs> apparently, because he's never scored before, he's only when Skybet tweeted that just before he scored, like five minutes before the goal, yeah. he was only fractionally shorter than Petr Cech. <laughs> <goal scored. laughs> His first league goal in 185 games. I saw a um, one of a journalist tweet um, something like. Uh, John Obi Mikel, it, it, there is never a point in a football match when it's acceptable for you to shoot. <laughs> and then uh, a few minutes later, it was that uh, only I could have pre. Oh yeah, that's Ian Mackintosh. Yeah, well, I was um, I was watching it without out the sound on. Apparently, there's been an incident before when they'd um, all the Chelsea fans had um, shouted shoot at him. Ironically, when he got the ball. <laughs> I, bet, I hope they feel silly now. Well, he almost missed. He kicked it right at Kieran Richardson. And it, it took a deflection off him into the net. Is, is Mata injured? Nope. No. He's just Spanish. Why, why is he not in that team? Because <laughs> he's Spanish. Where's Azpilicueta? Where's, uh, well, Torres kind of played, but he's not Torres anymore, is he? I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't understand what, what... Has he lost his mind? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm, a massive, I, I'm a massive fan of Frank Lampard. I'm always disappointed when he doesn't start. But I'm sorry, Mata... I've got 10 minutes at least. Yeah. Matter of sat in the um, crowd in his civvies. What do, you, what do, you, what do you want the official story or the, the real story, Colin? <laughs> Which one do you want? I'd like both, please. <laughs> the official story is that he, he doesn't really fit into the system. Yeah. Right, okay, that's bullshit. What, what's he the real story? He doesn't have enough work rate. Right? The real story is that, well, the 
supposed real story is that Matt is quite matey with all the people that Jose fell out with at <laughs> Real Madrid, and he's a petty, petty man. Yeah, and that's definitely what's happened. He uh, he left Louise out completely as well, saying he wasn't happy with his performance in midweek, so completely dropped him from the squad. Seems harsh, but still. <laughs> no one's realised he can't defend yet. No, well, he's a, he's a defensive midfielder, or a central midfielder. Yeah, yeah. he's played centre-back for a lot of his career, so people just seem to think, oh, we'll just keep keep him there. When he played central midfield last season with Lampard, he looked really good. Yeah, but he only did it against average teams. Yeah, they don't really need him, though. They've got Ivanovic, Terry, well, <laughs> they've got Ivanovic and Cahill. Ivanovic has to play right back because that's Bulaquetta's oh, yeah. got to play. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Spanish. Until he gets right a back. new passport. <laughs> I'll tell you another thing as well from that result as well. Fulham have got to watch out. They're, they're, they're not looking great, are they? They've lost a Michael Jackson statue as well. <laughs> that's going back to uh, Al Fayed, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Fulham are 18th at the minute. I mean, it's early days. I think there's three, definitely three worst teams in them. But, yeah, Boo, Boo Martin Yo. How dare you, Boo Martin Yo? He's a lovely man. Stop it. <laughs> uh, the two, well, two of the teams below Fulham. Uh, one of them is Sunderland. Uh, they got soundly beaten by West Brom 3 0. Di Canio is. Well, we say it every week he's imploding, but he's he's actually losing his mind, I think. <laughs> he, <laughs> I, I don't know, even know how to explain. How he thinks he's, what he's doing is going to work. At least he's doing it in an open platform where we can all see it and mock him. Yeah, I don't... yeah, he's not giving us false stories about things, is he? He's telling the truth. Uh, so that's played five, one point for Sunderland. Soundly bottom of the table. Uh, with two, yep. two more tough games coming up. Um, they've had they've had such an easy run in really as well, I think. And they've got Liverpool and Man United next. You look at the teams they've played. Yeah, they should have more than yeah. one point. <laughs> it really should. Oh, Liverpool. God. Colin, why don't you tell me about how brilliant Liverpool are? <laughs> they have been good. They have been good. They have been. Not so much yesterday. Not so much yesterday. Anyone could have beaten them yesterday. Yeah. The Palace would have beaten them yesterday. <laughs> well, that is a big call. I thought I clearly um, Pochettino or Pochettino is probably his interpreter must listen to the to the show <laughs> and heard what we were saying about how Mignolet's distribution isn't all that because under pressure he looked he went from average to diabolical mm. kicking the ball straight out of touch you'd have thought he was Joe Hart <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a big win for Southampton sixth place in the table at the minute yeah, well, but just another a side point. I know they won, but how bad a footballer is Victor Wahama? <laughs> he really is. Yeah. They spent £12 million pounds on him. That's yeah. a disgrace. <laughs> I mean, he's an athlete and he was linked to Man United and and he, 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 could, he might be useful in some ways, but not with a ball at his feet, he's not. <laughs> no. He was apparently he was played off the park by Norwich that uh, Leroy Fur at Norwich a couple of weeks ago, who uh, got one on knee. The podcast said yeah, has one knee and couldn't pass with uh, that on his own team. Yeah, <laughs> last week. 
Has he just been bought for muscle, basically? I don't know, but it doesn't really fit the Southampton model because they do produce yeah. good technical players. And even the ones they bring in, like Schneiderlin, is, is a quality footballer. Well, they produced Schneiderlin, didn't they? I know he's not... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But he's a, a pretty much a product of their academy. So, well, yeah, they're playing Wanyama and Gaston Ramirez is sat on the bench. Well, Dan, and Cork is as well. Yeah. yeah. He, well, Cork was at. a good player for them last season. We have to look at is the percentage of long balls they're playing. They are the uh, the biggest long ball team in the league. Oh, this is a point well, you made the other day, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, so, uh, Man United is second. Interestingly, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they're massive long ball merchants. <laughs> Dave, Dave, are you telling me David Moyes is playing long ball football? Yeah, <laughs> I don't believe it. it. Doesn't uh, seem right. <laughs> uh, Romelu Lukaku scored a winner for Everton. After Leighton Baines scored two magnificent free kicks, um, while we're talking, oh. Everton's away kit. I love it. If that first, if that first one was that first free kick was a ten out of ten, <laughs> what was the second one? <laughs> it was an absolute clinic. Yeah, the, uh, whoever was covering the game on Sky Sports News, I can't remember who it was, but he was going absolutely mental when Baines scored both of them. Absolute clinic in in just in free kick taking. Martin um, had quite a game, didn't he? Yeah. I love and he got a red card. He's, he's pleading his innocence. No, I'm not really sure what you're claiming your innocence for there. Sam Aldice <laughs> tried to claim he saw it. He saw the replay afterwards and he didn't think it was a yellow card. He oh, yeah. Something about oh, laptop. My, my, my laptop shows uh, he clearly got the ball. <laughs> when you're... Ha- when- when Robbie Fowler's taking the piss out of you consistently on Match of the Day, but, uh, you know things haven't gone well. <laughs> yeah, another good, oh, good win for Everton. Still unbeaten. Up into that Europa League place there. Fifth on the table. It's onwards and upwards. Just keep on going. Yeah. Just get beaten. Villa beat Norwich. 1-0. Benteke went off injured. That's pretty much all from, say, from that one. Uh, Newcastle lost at home 3-2 to Hull. Um, what a game this was as well. The highlight would have been the, the uh, Sone Aluku volley. That was fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. But Loic Remy got his first two goals as well. Should have had a hat-trick. Just as I take him out of my dream team. <laughs> I loved, my favourite thing about that was um, on Match of the Day, when they were tr- trying to be kind, or I think they were trying to be kind, and they were like saying, oh, I can't believe no one else made a... Like, no one else was in for him. But, oh, I wonder if that's sort of any sort of impending court cases. <laughs> we just overlook that, shall we? We yeah. just sort of like smile and nod and go, yeah, yeah, moving on. <laughs> All right, James, we heard your voice then. Let's talk about some championship football. Yeah, I, I do love the championship. Let's start with it's, uh, it's my favourite. Favorite. What a week you've had. Yeah. Two wins. It, it's, it, I think if you listen, if you listen to the, like, the show before, you'd have heard me saying, <laughs> absolutely laying into Lomas um, and saying he's tearing the club apart. <laughs> <laughs> Things seem to turn around on Tuesday night, um, and the, 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 we have, after not winning, we managed not winning once this season. We've uh, managed to beat top of the table Blackpool for, very convincingly, three-one. Yeah. And and in what sounds like a, a complete turnaround of, of of quality of football, because I mean, with what I was hearing about the derby game and some of the highlights I saw, it was just 
shocking. <laughs> uh, but he really, really bossed the game at, at Blackpool um, and got the three so points now is very it, convincingly. So now, is it now like Joy Division? Love will tear us apart. Wait, I'm not, not going to be fickle. I'm not going to be fickle. It's two games. Yeah, and yeah. I'm absolutely delighted. We, we, um, we managed to beat our rivals, Charlton, but at the end of the day... Charlton never beat us. It's impossible. <laughs> um, Marvin Sordell came off the bench. Marvin Sordell came off the bench to uh, plenty of fish in the crowds. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and Scott McDonald with his first goal. Was, uh, mm. He seems to be settling in now. It's at the start, he seems to be just that small striker who kept falling over <laughs> and doing nothing at all, but really working hard and giving it a go. And he scored with a deflection in the end. Um, which was unlucky for Charlton, but oh, you know, well. a bit of luck. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, what well, I mean, we should be beating Charlton with the team that we've got. Um, Charlton's last home win over Millwall came in March 1996. 1996. Yeah. <laughs> I told you they can't beat us. Yeah. Charlton. It seems. Um, so. Yeah. So I mean, that sounds like. I mean, I don't know. It could be a turnaround. It could. Be, it could be. Uh, it could be the turnaround, but. You know, it's it's two games. Yeah. Maybe maybe the team is starting to gel together, but I'm I still hate Lomas. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I still hate the guy. I'm happy you're staying consistent anyway. Uh, yeah, it would take a lot. It would take Champions League to uh, <laughs> <laughs> to change my mind. All right. Then. Um, uh... But yeah. But what about you guys? <laughs> well, before we go to the Leeds game, um, Tom had some luck this weekend, or some good fortune, I should say, with uh, Watford destroying Barnsley five-one. Do you want to tell people what happened, Tom? Well, you know, sometimes you put a football bet on, you don't really look into it, <laughs> and you win, and it's good. It's a good feeling. But then the times where you look at the stats, you take time and consider a bet before placing <laughs> it, and then it comes in. That is so good. I uh, looked at the uh, game, thought Watford, highest scorers in the, in the championship against uh, Barnsley, who have the worst defence in the league. Watford to score five or more. 40 to 1. That's worth a quid. Easy money. Easy money, as it turns out. Watford won 5 1. Away from home as well. So it's even more impressive. Uh, Birmingham thoroughly destroyed Sheffield Wednesday 4 1 with uh, debutant Jesse Lingard, Lingard scoring all four goals. Is he is he on loan from Manchester United, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the worst thing he could have done, though, because now he's said that this is my level. And he won't play in the Premiership. That's my theory, anyway. Uh, Greg's early season tip for promotion continued their fantastic run. Bolton, bottom of the table, lost 3 1 away to Brighton. Conceded uh, three goals in four minutes. This is the week that it begins. <laughs> promotion charge. They're at home to Yeovil. They can't win that. Well, uh, Yeovil kept QPR quiet for 75 minutes. And QPR only won with a 1 0 win. Charlie Austin penalty. Uh, Leeds, Colin, you listened to this game. Yeah. Lost 2-1 at home to Burnley. It was a bad week in general because Leeds also got beat, I think it was in the 96th minute as well, against Reading midweek. Mm. Um, and I was listening on BBC Radio Leeds um, and uh, some fella from Chelmsford <laughs> rang into the phone and afterwards. Um, it might have been me. Um Perhaps, you know, give, giving, giving Noel Hunt both barrels, basically. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I hope I haven't got anybody in trouble because the, the, the lady talking to me before 
before I get put through to the uh, to the team um, is said to me, how, how can you possibly be listening to this? Because you're in Chelmsford and it's blocked. <laughs> you know, on, on, on iPlayer, it's blocked, isn't it? And I was like, I'm listening online. Said, okay. <laughs> she said, uh, I'm just coming back to you again. I'm, I'm not being stupid, but how, how can you get through? And I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> illegal stream. <laughs> so, um, Whoops. yeah, I, I uh, got in a bit of trouble for that. But um, yeah, got beat by Burnley at the weekend. Um, I think against Reading, there we had one shot on target and one corner. Um, and against Burnley, I think we had 22 shots, of which five were on target. Um, <laughs> Bit of uh, shooting and, practice, probably, uh, or target practice, is probably called for. Well, a striker could be called for, really. Um, I think Brian McDermott is experimenting, and, and I think he's found out that basically we've got a problem up front. Um, but uh, at least, you know, it's, it's good to know where your problems are because then you can go about fixing it. And there's always a the talk about, you know, within the fans about Luciano Becchio potentially coming back because of his non-involvement at Norwich. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think Leeds can afford it anyway. Uh, but we'll see. We'll, just, but, we'll uh, just bring the legend back. He's not doing much at Millwall. He wants to come back to Leeds. He loves it at Leeds. Steve Morrison. <laughs> Is that what it's come to? Is that what it's come to? Uh, we'll we'll see, but unfortunately, Leeds are on a little bit of a, a bit of a slide at the moment, and the next championship match is uh, Millwall versus Leeds. So, uh, three members on the podcast are going to be interested in in how that result pans out. Oh, well, indeed, of of course, I'm, of course, I'm working, <laughs> so I won't be able to go, which I'm gutted about. But um... should be quite a game. Yes, definitely. I'm looking forward to it. looking forward to watching that on Twitter. <laughs> Although we never win when I'm working. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. Uh, Greg, <laughs> you went to Fratton Park on Saturday. Fortunately, yeah. Uh, you said the atmosphere was appalling. It wasn't great. Yeah. Considering there was over 16,000 there. Yeah. Angry, angry people? I just, we, I think it was more to do with the, the team created literally nothing. Oh, right. And there was, it just got a bit flat on and off the pitch. Mm-hmm. I've seen quite a lot of people calling for Guy Wyndham's head this week. A bit early for that. <laughs> yeah. A bit early. Yeah. I mean, mid- mid table. They cut our players. They look like rabbits in the headlights when they play at Fratton Park. I mean, we've we've played four at home, won one, and lost three. Although those three were against the top three of the league. Yeah. Um, and we're unbeaten away, but it wasn't great yesterday. The officiating was abysmal as well. Just a bad day all round. Yeah. Write that one off. <laughs> five, five years ago, in 2008, Pompey won the FA Cup and Fleetwood won the Northern Premier League. <laughs> just just how, how far the two teams have uh, changed in stature. Yeah. And it's, I think it um, should be said that Fleetwood do have double the wage bill Portsmouth have, yeah. despite having an average crowd of I think four thousand, and ours being fifteen thousand. <laughs> so I just think even even down in the depths of League Two, um, money still plays a part. Yeah, been looking on the uh, the Football League seventy two website, and Fleetwood's average away following is one hundred and thirty one. Wow. <laughs> bottom bottom of that uh, the away following league is Morecambe. You take on average seventy eight people to away games. 
Well, yeah, they bought about that to Fran Park, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Chesterfield continued their great start of the season. Top of the table, beating Oxford um, away from home. 22 points in eight games. It seems like it's going to be their year. I know it's still early, but they play brilliant football. Okay, so we're now moving on to the betting corner. Uh, no one had a win last week, although James came extremely close to... Uh, so close to actually smashing it. Destroying but... betting corner for the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> it was one game off his uh, draw treble. Um, Adam, were you one game away again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Greg was one game away. I think Chelsea cost Colin and Tom. And yeah, and me. <laughs> and Blackpool and Forest both lost, so I was rubbish anyway. Um, so the standings as they are now, currently Greg is the only one in plus figures. He's on plus £20. Colin, you're on minus one. Uh, I'm on minus 20. Tom is on minus 33. And Adam and James are both on minus 70. So let's mix it up this week. Tom, what's your bet? Logic is making a return <laughs> to my bet. Which I'm not sure it's a good or a bad thing. My, uh, my, it hasn't really worked this season either. Yeah, <laughs> the logic of uh, derby games ending in draws. But I'll go for it this week. Um, they're both they're the early kickoffs on Saturdays. I've gone for uh, Tottenham and Chelsea to be a draw and Forest Derby to be a draw. And uh, the £10 would return 112 Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, James, what you got? Yeah, so I'm going to go back to my old ways of doing trebles. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go back to the uh, that 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 um, uh, Millwall, Charlton, and Palace treble, where Millwall to win, uh, Palace and Charlton to lose. And this week it's looking quite good. Us to beat Leeds. I'm sure yeah. On a, on a bit of a run, and Palace always lose now. <laughs> Charlton are shit as well. So. <laughs> um, it's not as not as high as return as my my 400 one last week, but uh, this, this time ten pound will, will get me into plus figures with seventy uh, with seventy three quid. Will it? Uh, no, you'll be on minus seven. No, I'll be on minus seven months. That's right. It could be in could be in second place. Don't I get my ten pound back for a win? Oh, of course, do it. Yeah, shut up, James. <laughs> yep. yep, shut up. Could be in second place. So second good. place will do. Yeah, it'll be better than last year or <laughs> season even. <laughs> Uh, Colin, what you got? Okay, well, um, I'm getting increasingly more depressed by my bets not coming in. So, uh, I've put a little bit of thought into this, now, and I think this bet is a thing of beauty. Um, because I can't see any of these results not coming in. They're all weekend matches. Starting in the Premier League, I've gone for Manchester United to beat West Brom. In the Scottish Premier uh, ship, I've gone for Celtic to beat Kilmarnock and Motherwell to beat Ross County. Uh, dropping down then to Scottish League One, Rangers are playing at home. Anytime Rangers play at home, always put them in your bet. They're, they're always going to win. Uh, and I put Rangers to beat Stenhouse Muir. £10 returns £35.80. Very nice. Right, I have gone for a treble next Saturday. Um, I've got Chesterfield to beat Mansfield at home, MK Dons to beat Stevenage at home, and Reading to beat Birmingham at home, £10 returns, £46.50. Thank you very much. Uh, Adam? I've gone for Manchester City to beat Aston Villa, QPR to beat Middlesbrough, Celtic to beat Kilmarnock, Liverpool to beat Sunderland, Paris Saint-Germain to beat Valenciennes, and Juventus to beat Chievo. And my bet returns £133.39. And of those games, let's predict which one of them is going to mess up. 
Which one's not going to come through? Yeah. Um, uh, we're going Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah. Mm. Never bet on Liverpool. <laughs> you don't. You don't deserve to win this week. <laughs> I hope Liverpool's the only team that lets you down. If anything, <laughs> golden rule of betting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my ten pound this week is going on uh, Leeds Millwall draw at the weekend. Um, oh. I think two fairly middle of the road teams. It's going to be a draw, and it's going to return thirty-two pounds when it comes in. No, that's a good bet. That. <laughs> that, that that's, yeah. There's no goal scorers in either team. So. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I like my football physical. I like my football quizzical. It's ballers. <laughs> football's biggest conversation. Welcomes football's biggest quiz. It's ballers. Successfully answering questions in the rapid fire round allows a man of the post team to accumulate points to be used in the Super Showdown. In the Super Showdown, the man of the post members must work as a team in order to win. You say quiz, I say ballers. It's showtime. Let's play ballers. Okay, so we enter another round of ballers. Uh, I think we're all familiar with the setup of the game now. Uh, two rounds. The first round, rapid-fire questions to each of the man-on-the-post team. And the second round, the Super Showdown, where man-on-the-post must work as a team to come up with an answer um, on the final Super Showdown question. So, we're going to go straight into this. Uh, we've got a full set of hosts. We're going to go alphabetical. So, it's going to be Adam, Greg, James, and then Tom. So... If we could have three minutes on the clock, please, Ross. They're on the clock, and I can confirm that you will get 100 points per correct answer. That's crazy talk, Ross. 100 <laughs> points per correct answer. Yes. Okay, so it's all to play for, guys. The three minutes will start as soon as I've asked the first question. First question, of course, is to Adam. So here goes. Adam, name three of the top five Premier League goal scorers of all time. Alan Shearer. Yes. Thierry Henry. Yes. Uh, Rui Van Nistelrooy. No, I'll give you another chance. Another one. Colin's favourite player. Oh, Frank Lampard. Correct. <laughs> you could have also had Robbie Fowler and Andy Cole. Greg. Under Roy Hodgson's England reign, which club has provided the most players for England? Um, Manchester United Correct James Last season Which player Was the most expensive Transfer Into the Premier League Ooh. Fuck um, It must Oh shit It's not ours Was it No last, no, last season Oh last season um, No pass It was Eden Hazard At 32 million Yeah of course it is Tom, who plays at Turf Moor? Burnley. Correct. Adam, when England played against Ukraine, the squad only contained two fit strikers, Ricky Lambert and Jermaine Defoe. The teams they played for in the 2008-2009 season were at the time 16th and 17th in League Two. True or false? False. It's true. Greg, 
Sunderland manager Paolo Di Canio played for three English clubs. West Ham was one of them. Name one of the other two. Sheffield Wednesday. Correct. The other one was Charlton. James, name three of the six Manchester United players who <sighs> featured in the 2010 World Cup finals. Who's in the World Cup final in 2010? No, the finals, um, the whole tournament. Oh, okay. Uh, for Van, Van Persie? Nope. He wasn't a Man United player at the time. Oh, you... Sorry, at the time. <laughs> oh, I'm going to pass this because I couldn't get to other questions. Quick fire round. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Name three of the seven players that have made over 200 Premier League appearances for Newcastle United. Um, Gary Speed. Yep. Alan Shearer. Yeah. Shea Given. Correct. Adam, who was the 2012-2013 UEFA Champions League top scorer? Cristiano Ronaldo. Correct. 12 goals. Greg, name three of the four German internationals to have played for Tottenham Hotspur in the Premier League. Jürgen Klinsmann. Yeah. Um, German. Oh, I don't know any of them. There's one for uh, We'll pass. There. Pass. <laughs> okay. James, which two players capped by Roy Hodgson were born outside England? Capped by who? Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson for England. Uh, born outside England? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. No, pass. Fuck off. Raheem Sterling, Wilfried Zahar. Tom, who was the last manager from outside the UK to win the League Cup? I haven't got a clue. Michael Laudrup. Adam. Who was the last manager? Sorry, he was literally the last manager. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, how many first-team appearances did Jamie Carragher make in his career? 508, 558, 608, 658. I thought you weren't, give, weren't going to give him multiple choice for it. Sorry, is that for Liverpool or for... Or for... For including Everton, I'm um, not Everton. Fucking hell, England. <laughs> Just club. Just club, not England. Just club. Uh, can I have the choices again? Five oh eight, five five eight, six oh eight, six five eight. The five five eight. Wrong. It's five oh eight. Okay. Well, you answered thirteen questions. And you got six correct. Oh, so six hundred points. See, I didn't get any, uh, any, any um, true or false questions because I've got a fifty percent <laughs> chance of getting those right. I feel like I'm being punished in this round for having a name that begins with T. Yeah, let's go anti-alphabet this week. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the super showdown question. Now you may want to take a note of this. Um, okay, I have selected. Five TV pundits. Those pundits are Roy Keane, Jamie Carragher, Lee Dixon, Robbie Savage, and Alan Shearer. Now, what I would like the Man on the Post team to do is to add up the number of first team club appearances that those five TV pundits have made. Okay, you've got 600 points to play with, either higher or lower than the eventual number that you come up with. You've got 90 seconds on the clock. Over to you. 
I reckon Jamie Carragher's made 508. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I reckon about 508, yeah. I thought I'd be nice to you this, but I can give you a clue. <laughs> right, so, and then Alan Shearer, I reckon he'll have quite a lot. He retired quite early though, didn't he? Should say now, all the numbers for these games are from Wikipedia. All right, so. Oh. <laughs> um, I reckon yeah, it. Shearer, I reckon, 600, I reckon, yeah. 600. Dixon, maybe less? No, Dixon at fullback would have played loads. Yeah. Every, and and you have to, Dixon came from a, t- a time before there would have been any rotation. He'd have played like <laughs> 38 games every season. Did you say 700 for Dixon then? I don't know. Greg, what do you think? Uh, I don't think any. I don't think, I don't think played as many six, seven hundred. Not many I, people played seven hundred games. No, game. I think it's. I think it's six hundred again. Okay. Yeah. Robbie Fowler. Savage. Fowler didn't. Fowler disappeared though, didn't he? He's gonna be the. He did say Fowler, didn't he? No, no. Uh, Robbie Savage. Robbie Savage. Oh, right, okay. Robbie Savage. He must have been less because he's always been out banned <laughs> or injured, or not playing for a club. I reckon he's only up to about three fifty, four hundred. 400 maybe yeah if that actually so 400 let's go 400 you got 5 yeah, seconds right. um, Roy Keane 500 500 again 1 yeah. time up how many does that make it, add it up oh, yeah, I'm adding it up now <laughs> 2 1 oh, 8 2 2,608 do we go higher or lower I say we take some off and just go higher what, yeah, so say to 2,500 and go up. Or... A bit less than that, because got, I think we've got a lot to play with. Yeah. So I reckon two, I reckon we go 2,350 yeah. and go Good higher. Good I, yeah, I like that. Greg? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Your, heart, your heart's not in this. <laughs> Okay, so that's our final answer, Colin. So your final answer is two thousand three hundred and fifty. You've got the six hundred points buffer that you're using to go above. So that means that you can. You're right. You win if you're between two three five zero and two nine five zero. I can tell you the correct answer is two thousand seven hundred and one. Yay! So Happy you were days. right. Yes. Yeah, so you you won. Um, I will go through uh, what each of the guys have got individually. Um, in fifth place, Roy Keane, 462. Uh, in fourth place, Jamie Carragher, 508. Robbie Savage played a lot of games. Yeah, Robbie Savage played 537. <sighs> Shearer played 559. And your thinking, Adam, about Lee Dixon was absolutely spot on. Lee Dixon played 635 games, which brings a total of 2,701. Good work, guys. So congratulations to the Man on the Post team. Uh, I have been defeated. It's 5-3 now. We're coming back at you, Colin. (laughs) I know. So that concludes this week's episode of Ballers. Join us again, same time, next week. Cheers, Colin. But, but Colin, you say same time, but it's a podcast. They can listen to it whenever they want. <laughs> yeah, that is a flaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I won't say that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. Keep it Maybe they listen to the podcast at the same time every week. So <laughs> then they might. I do. 
to the planet, I do as well, actually. What, never? <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to Man on the Post podcast. Why not check out our website over at manonthepost.com? You can also follow us on Twitter at Man on the Post, and most importantly, please head over to iTunes to rate and review us. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. Okay, so with uh, the Man on the Post team's victory in ballers, that closes the gap. It's now 5 3 to Colin. Uh, brings an end to this week's podcast. Um, if you head over to iTunes, if this is where you get the podcast from, please rate and review us. And if you do, Colin will send you a lovely Man on the Post fridge magnet. But obviously, leave a review and then get in touch with us through Twitter or I think we're still on Facebook. I don't really know. Uh, Twitter's the best place to get us at Man on the Post. Um, we'll give out our personal Twitters for a change. Adam, what's yours? Uh, Adam SA101. Uh, James? Oh, really? Um... <laughs> uh, in French, it's... please. He <laughs> oh, can't spell it in English. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, what's French for Belfontaine? Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Twitter account is at JR Belfontaine, spelt B E L E F O N T A I N E. Thank you. Uh, Greg, what's yours? I think I'm going to change mine, okay. so I'll tell you next week. <laughs> okay, man. <I'm> really... <laughs> uh, Tom, what about yours? Uh, it's Alano11, E-L-A-R-N-O-1-1. And Colin? I am at CAS707, that's uh, C-A-S-707. Uh, we are at Man of the Post, and I am at Ross Bell 1984 uh, I want to publicise a few other podcasts before we go. Um, His and Hers Movie Reviews, which is a weekly little 15-minute podcast done by uh, some, one of the guys I work, or two of the guys I work with. Um, they're very good, so check them out. They're quite harsh movie critics, though. That sounds a little bit like Mr. and Mrs. with <laughs> Philip Schofield on ITV1. Is it... You have to listen to it out. Res- well, okay. <laughs> you think you think that's interesting? You should see the episodes of Blind Date that Ross does in his in his basement. Yeah. And that's a secret. Uh, also, I want to publicise Ready Player Two, which is my uh, fortnightly video game podcast, soon to become weekly video game podcast, uh, weekly but shorter. So there can't be that much going on in the world of video games, Ross. You'd be it's surprised. Not a, not a dynamic world, is it? <laughs> You'd be surprised. Um, and all of the podcasts from the, the Palace of Wisdom guys just go to palaceofwisdom.co.uk and just download them all from their podcast page uh, so it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from Tom goodbye goodbye from Greg with his new Twitter handle yeah which Secret is now my name handle. <laughs> now my name which is Greg Kitchen with an I not an E not as in the room and bye <laughs> uh, goodbye from Colin bye bye goodbye from James bye goodbye from Adam Bye. Goodbye for me. And always remember, keep your man on the post. Oh, I've got a great French line. <laughs> Give it to us anyway and I'll stick it in the outtakes. <coughs> right, Adam. <laughs> <coughs> James Belfontaine, venez à vous haut et fort avec des misères un jour de l'Ijon. So I've got your name and Ligon. What, what else is the rest of that? Bringing you all the latest news. Uh, uh, James Belfontaine reporting to you with updates from Ligon. Oh, nice. <laughs> right, you can, you can cut that, Colin, as well and use that in a song as well. 
Uh, oh, my amazing. brother is now officially a Sheffield person. A Sheffield person? <laughs> He's now a northerner. He's moved there yesterday. Unbelievable. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> my mum was complaining about the accents. That's what he'll be saying to you when he comes back. In the hotel. Your mum, who I imagine is from South London, was complaining about the accent. <laughs> my mum, who is actually from Kent. Ah, uh, right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's the posh Bellefontaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And she is fairly well spoken as well, as it goes. My my wife, who's from London, um, from Kingsbury, sort of near Wembley, she she always says to me whenever she goes up north, she says, "Why do they always talk so slowly up north? <laughs> Are they slow?" And I'm like, "No, no." Yeah. You know, she thinks. You know, she it's almost like Gary Barlow pace. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing that stands out. <laughs> Yeah, in South London, all the girls around here are so rough. It's like we've got the same accent as Essex, but Essex sounds simple and ours just sounds rough. <laughs> That's the difference. Uh, right. I've never heard someone pronounce the word H down here. Never. H. No, no one ever says it. H. I'm from you Hampshire. definitely don't. I'm from Hampshire. <laughs> from Hampshire. Hampshire. You're, you're probably the worst one at that. <laughs> Right, okay, sorry, I should have clarified on that. Just to clarify on some of the other answers as well, um, the Manchester United players who were playing for Manchester United at the time let's of the... Hold on, let's play the game. We we can all do it between us without without James. Three, oh, three of the six you. Man United players to play at the 2010 World Cup Finals. It's easy. Nanny. Yeah. yeah. Rooney. Yeah. Yeah. Valencia. Uh, no, well, Valencia won't be there. Uh, no. no. Too early. Too early. 2010. There's another England. Rio? No. No. Van der Sar. No. No. Hey. Hey, I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> Evra. Yeah. yeah. Correct. But there's, hold on, there's another England player. Michael Carrick. Jesus, he managed to make the squad. <laughs> he always Javier makes the squad. Hernandez. Greg, the, uh, the Germans won. Stefan Freund. Lewis, Eric Jemba Jemba. Lewis Holtby and Christian Ziga. I'm not counting him as German. <laughs> well, hope me. Yeah, he's, he's English. <laughs> I have selected. Ah, Hang on. Ah, right, what's just happened? <laughs> I reckon he's got cramped. a shell. Stop. I'm scrambling for paper. Yeah, I'm gonna need a minute. <laughs> I wish you'd heard the bump. That would be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that would have been better is if James said you could hear the bump, and then you could just hit the shell fall down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all right to go on? Right, I think I'm okay. <laughs> Quick. And with a couple of outtakes as well. So. This is, I think those are our best outtakes we've had in, since the start. <laughs> what outtakes were there? Um, well, you hit your head on a shell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't remember it. What's that? When did that happen? <laughs>